the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Despite all that happened to Joseph at the hands of others, Joseph did not become a bitter person. He did not become resentful or angry. Some people become consumed with bitterness and anger because of what others have done to them. And they allow it to define them as a person and define their life, but but not Joseph. Each and every one of us has gone through inconvenience or even suffering due to the inconsideration or selfishness of others. Whether it's selfish ambition or complete disregard for others, it can be frustrating to say the least. However, as Pastor Dan discusses in his message today, it's times like these that it's all the more important that we don't allow ourselves to be given over to bitterness. In his study, you'll learn from the powerful example of Joseph, who suffered greatly, yet did no wrong. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis, chapter 40, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Genesis chapter 40, beginning with verse 1, it says, It came to pass after these things that the butler and the baker, but not the candlestick maker, surprisingly, of the king of Egypt, offended their lord, the king of Egypt, and Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief butler and the chief baker. So he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison, the place where Joseph was confined. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them, and he served them, so they were in custody for a while. And then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, had a dream, both of them, each man's dream in one night, and each man's dream with its own interpretation." And Joseph came in to them in the morning and looked at them and saw that they were sad. And so he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of his Lord's house, saying, Why do you look so sad today? And they said to him, Well, we each have had a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And so Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell them to me, please. Then the chief butler told his dream to Joseph, and said to him, Behold, in my dream a vine was before me, and the vine, in, and in the vine were three branches. It was as though it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and its clusters brought forth ripe grapes. Then Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said to him, Well, this is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days.' 
that within three days Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your place, and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former manner when you were his butler. But remember me when it is well with you, and please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh, and get me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away from the land of the Hebrews, and also I have done nothing here that should put me into the dungeon. And when the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Joseph, Well, I also was in my dream. And there were three white baskets on my head. And in the uppermost basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh. And the birds ate them out of the basket on my head. And so Joseph answered and said, well, this is the interpretation of it. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head from you and hang you on a tree. And the birds will eat your flesh from you. Now it came to pass on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast for all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. Then he restored the chief butler to his butlership again, and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand, but he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for this chapter. We pray and ask, Lord, as always, that your Holy Spirit would be our teacher. And Lord, that you would open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to your word today. And Lord, I pray and ask that your spirit would be upon me to teach your word. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this section of Genesis, as most of you know, is focused on the life of Joseph. In in the book of Genesis, more is said about the life of Joseph than any other person. Chapter 40 really sets the stage for the events of chapter 41. So this is really, you know, part one of a two-part message. You'll have to come back to hear the rest of the story. But remember Joseph's story up to this point. Uh, Joseph's brothers despised him, sold him into slavery, He was brought to Egypt where he was sold to Potiphar and was a slave in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife made sexual advances to Joseph, but Joseph refused her. And then Potiphar's wife falsely accused Joseph of attempting to rape her. And for that reason, Joseph was imprisoned. And that's where we find Joseph in chapter 40. He's in prison for a crime he didn't commit. Joseph has suffered greatly because of the sins of other people. He has suffered greatly because of the sins of other people. Not because of his own sin. Not because he made some bad choices in life. He has been hurt by what other people did to him. And I don't have to tell you that much of our pain and much of our hurt and life comes from other people and the things that they do and the choices that they make that impact us. But despite all that happened to Joseph at the hands of others, Joseph 
did not become a bitter person. He did not become resentful or angry. Some people become consumed with bitterness and anger because of what others have done to them, and they allow it to define them as a person and define their life, but but not Joseph. Joseph didn't blame the people in his life who wronged him. He didn't blame his brothers. He didn't blame Potiphar's wife for what has happened in his life. Neither did he blame God for what has happened to him, as some people do. Joseph didn't see himself as a victim. Instead, Joseph continued to trust the Lord in spite of his unimaginable circumstances. Joseph trusted the Lord. I want you to listen to what it says in Psalm 10, verse 14. Listen to what it says. Psalm 10, verse 14. But you, God, see the trouble of the afflicted. You consider their grief and take it in hand. Listen. The victims commit themselves to you. The victims commit themselves to you. God sees the trouble of the afflicted. He considers their grief, their pain, their sorrow. And the victims, the people who have been victimized by others, the victims commit themselves to the Lord. And that's what Joseph did. He commit himself to the Lord. If you've been wronged by someone, maybe a family member, if you've been mistreated, or if someone, if someone has lied about you, or falsely accused you, or victimized you in some way, you, you could allow it to consume you, and you could become bitter, or you could commit yourself to the Lord. You, you could say, what happened to me was awful, what happened to me was terrible and painful, but I'm going to choose to trust the Lord and commit myself to the Lord. I, I know that God loves me. I know that God cares for me. I know that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for me on the cross to save me. I know he has a plan for me. I know his plan is good. I'm going to allow Jesus to define who I am and not the things that have happened to me. And I'm going to commit myself to the Lord. That's what Joseph did. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. Now, Jesus was also betrayed by someone close to him. Jesus was despised. He was rejected by his brethren. He was falsely accused. He was wrongly imprisoned. 
he was condemned, though he was innocent. And you know what Jesus did? 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 23 tells us that when they hurled their insults at Jesus, he did not retaliate. And when he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. Jesus, Jesus, entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He, he committed himself to the Father. Again, Psalm 10, verse 14, the victims commit themselves to the Lord. And that's what Joseph did. Now, the last verse of chapter 39 says, and the Lord was with Joseph. And the Lord prospered Joseph while he was in prison. And Joseph was put in charge of all the prisoners in the prison. And then chapter 40, verse 1 says, And it came to pass after these things that the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief butler and the chief baker. So he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison, the place where Joseph was confined. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them and he served them. So they were in custody for a while. The the king's chief butler and chief baker. Those were two very important jobs. Uh, The chief butler and chief baker had the overall responsibility for what food and drink was served to the king. They had to ensure the king was not poisoned by an enemy. The chief butler in particular, also known as a cupbearer, He worked in the presence of the king every day. He literally would hand the king his drink. And quite often, the chief butler served as an advisor to the king. Uh, Nehemiah, for example, you know the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was the cupbearer to the king of Persia. And Nehemiah used his position as the cupbearer to request to return to Jerusalem to rebuild the city of Jerusalem after the captivity. And we're we're not told why, but for some reason, the chief butler and chief baker of Pharaoh were thrown into prison. They did something that made Pharaoh angry, and Pharaoh put them into prison. Uh, Maybe they served Pharaoh something that made him ill. Uh, or, Or maybe Pharaoh ordered a salad with a dressing on the side. And they brought the salad with the dressing on the salad. That can be very frustrating, right? How hard is it just to put the dressing in a bowl? I'm not asking you to invent an entirely new dressing. I'm just saying, put it in a bowl, bring it on the side. It's not that hard. Maybe something like that happened. And Pharaoh, instead of just sending it back to the kitchen, sent them to prison. Because he can do that. And we don't know what happened, but they're in prison. And notice in verse three, Pharaoh put the butler and the baker in custody. It says, note this, in the house of the captain of the guard. Do you remember who the captain of the guard is? Potiphar. Back in chapter 39, verse one, Potiphar is the captain of the guard. So so the butler and the baker 
were put in the royal prison in the custody of the captain of the guard, who is Potiphar. And then notice in verse 4, the captain of the guard, which is Potiphar, put Joseph in charge of the butler and the baker. Remember back in chapter 39, when Potiphar's wife accused Joseph, it says that Potiphar became angry. But I pointed out that it doesn't tell us with whom Potiphar became angry. Was he angry with Joseph? Or was he angry with his wife because he knew his wife was making a false accusation against Joseph? Potiphar was the chief executioner, but instead of putting Joseph to death, he put him into the royal prison. And here we see that Potiphar puts Joseph in charge of the butler and the baker, which demonstrates that Potiphar still trusted Joseph and his ability. So it, it, it appears that Potiphar knew the accusations against Joseph weren't really true. So he put the butler and the baker in Joseph's care, and it says that Joseph served them, and it says they were in custody for a while. Now watch what Joseph does in verse 5. Then the, then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt who were confined in the prison. They had a dream, both of them, each man's dream and one night and each man's dream with its own interpretation. And Joseph came into them in the morning and looked at them and he saw that they were sad. So he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of his Lord's house saying, why do you look so sad today? Now the word sad here, it it means distraught. And so the butler and the baker were distraught because of their dreams. And, and Joseph noticed that the butler and the baker were, were sad, that they looked distraught, that they looked upset. And so here, listen, and so Joseph sought to minister to them. Now, Joseph himself was dealing with some pretty intense emotions because of his own circumstances. In fact, if you look down in in verse 14, verse 14, Joseph says to the butler who is going to be released and restored back to his position as butler, he says to him in verse 14, but remember me when it is well with you and please show kindness to me, make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away. I was kidnapped from the land of the Hebrews. And also, I have done nothing here that they should put me into this dungeon. Joseph says, get me out of here. He he, he says, I I was kidnapped from my homeland and brought down here to Egypt. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm, I'm innocent. You've got to get me out of here. Once you're back with Pharaoh, you've got to help me. Joseph was distraught too. There were things in his own life personally that were very distressing. Then over in chapter 41, if you look over in chapter 41, after Joseph rises to power in Egypt, spoiler alert, he's going to rise to power, he gets married, he has two children, and look what he names his two children. Chapter 41, verse 51 
Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For God has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. Then verse 52, and the name of the second he called Ephraim. For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Joseph toiled and he was afflicted by the circumstances of his life. And and yet, when he saw that the butler and the baker were distraught, he sought to minister to them. He sought to minister to them. When, when, we, are, when we are suffering and we're going through a very emotionally intense time, we can easily become self-absorbed. And focused on ourselves and our circumstances and how we feel. But instead of being self-absorbed, Joseph sought to minister to others. He, he wasn't so consumed with his own problems that, that he didn't see the needs of others. He, he, he's got a lot of things going on in his life. Hard things, difficult things, painful things, hurtful things. And and yet, he still attempts to minister to others that he sees that need ministry. That are in trouble. The key, listen to me, give me your attention, please. The key to lifting yourself out of the pit of your problems and the pit of discouragement and self-pity is to minister to others. Minister to others. Get your eyes off of self and focus on others and look for ways to minister to others. If you stay focused on self, you will stay in the pit. And some people stay in that pit for years and decades, just focused on themselves and what has happened to them. You have to minister to others. And, and it can be as simple as, as looking for people around you who seem to be troubled or struggling. And just asking, how are you doing? You look distraught today. Is everything okay? Can, can I help you in, in any way? That's what Joseph does. He, he asks, why do you look so sad today? You know, we have uh, several home groups meeting across the area. And most of our home groups are studying the book of Colossians right now. Uh, And Colossians is one of Paul's prison epistles. Uh, And it's called a prison epistle because Paul wrote Colossians while he was in prison, along with Ephesians, Philippians, and Philemon. So even while Paul was in prison, he was still ministering to others. He couldn't go to them, so he wrote them. He ministered to people through letters. And, and the letters that Paul wrote from prison, they're, they're full of encouragement. They exalt Jesus Christ. They exalt the gospel. And Paul hardly mentions that he's in prison. 
You got to read him pretty carefully to even realize he's writing from prison. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Genesis verse by verse, chapter by chapter, and we encourage you to keep reading on your own. As you go through Genesis, it's important to not lose sight of the bigger picture of God's plan. You get some valuable insights into God's character through this book and how he interacts and intercedes with those he's created. Would you like to listen to more teachings from this series or explore other message series from God's Word? If so, visit our website, calvaryec.com. You can also subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast. It's a great way to keep connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you every time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We also want to encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your walk with the Lord. It's important to spend time in fellowship with other believers. The body of Christ functions best together after all. If you're ever in or near the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Visit calvaryec.com to find directions and get more information about joining us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. That's all we have time for today. Tune in next time to continue this study in Genesis right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.